Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar. Come walk with me through the life and ministry of Jesus Christ as told by Mark in his gospel. We'll journey with the Savior to the cross and celebrate the good news of his true salvation. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in faith, hope, joy, and peace. And the world can use more of that right now, don't you think? Let's dig in. Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 45. Sounds a little weird. I'm in a new room and we kind of have an echo. So bear with me until I can get more uh, sound absorbing stuff in here. Um, we're in uh, Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 45. Even the demons absolutely know who Jesus is. Do you? Jesus begins his ministry teaching with authority, which impresses the people of Capernaum and everywhere else he went. While he was teaching, a man possessed by an evil spirit called out to him. We'll see that Jesus has ultimate power over the unseen realm of darkness. Let's dig in. We're in Mark chapter 1, starting in verse 25. Jesus casts out an evil spirit. Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil or unclean spirit cried out, Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus reprimanded him. Be quiet! Come out of that man, he ordered. At that, the evil spirit screamed, threw the man into a convulsion, and then came out of him. Amazement gripped the audience, and they began to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this, they asked excitedly. It has such authority. Even evil spirits obey his orders. The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. Jesus heals many people, verse 29. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Andrew's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening after sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. He preaches in Galilee, verse 35. Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, 
we must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. Jesus heals a man with leprosy, verse 40. A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. Then Jesus sent him on his way with a stern warning. Don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be public testimony that you have been cleansed. But the man went and spread the word, proclaiming to everyone what had happened. As a result, large crowds soon surrounded Jesus. He couldn't publicly enter a town anywhere. He had to stay out in secluded places, but people from everywhere kept coming to him. That's the end of chapter one from the Gospel of Mark. Well, here's some interesting points here. So he amazed people with his teaching. In those days, rabbis were teachers of the law. As young Jewish boys came of age, they had to study the law. They would follow a rabbi. The way Jesus taught was so different that he amazed the people. When you listen to a public speaker, you can tell if they are an authority in their particular topic. You can also easily tell who isn't. The demon-possessed man yells out to him. The demon knew who Jesus was. This is the main point in knowing about Jesus and that he is the son of God. Yet the demon was obviously not saved. To be saved, you must know Jesus in your heart. The evil spirit also obeyed him. Do you? Next, Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. Yes, Peter was married. And like a typical Jewish mother, she got up and made dinner. Then he heals many sick and demon-possessed people. Interesting that he didn't want the demons to speak. Maybe he didn't want another scene like the earlier encounter. Early in the morning before sunup, Jesus went to pray by himself. That is a healthy habit all Christians should have. Prioritize time in prayer, even in the midst of a busy ministry. He intentionally made time to pray. He was getting re-energized directly from the Father. Now that's the way to start the day. His disciples told him that people were looking for him. Word spread quickly back then, even without social media. Jesus replies that they must go to other towns. That's why he came, to preach the good news. Leprosy was a horrible disease. It was a highly contagious skin disorder. Lepers were quarantined and ostracized. When they walked around, they would have to yell, unclean, unclean, so that people would avoid them. See, they had social distancing back then too. Here Jesus does exactly the opposite. He touched the leper and healed him. Notice that the leper said, if you are willing, he knew Jesus could heal him, yet he asked. Jesus was willing. Do you ask if it's your will? Seriously, we mindlessly recite, thy will be done. 
Do you really know what that means? It means waiting for God's will to be applied in your life. He had amazing compassion. He showed love to the leper when everyone else would avoid him. Jesus then told him that he had to go to the priest to be examined and show that he was clean. While the man had leprosy, he could not enter the temple. Finally, he would be able to worship at the temple again. However, the man was so excited about his being healed of that dreadful disease that he went and told everyone, even when Jesus told him not to. Well, um, growing up Catholic, I knew three prayers. The Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the Act of Contrition. I rattled, rattled them off mindlessly. So here, this is a guide to help you get into the habit of starting your daily walk, um, talk, the daily talking with Jesus and your daily walk with Jesus. Jesus, you don't need a saint or Mary to intercede for you. If you have a relationship with the Savior, the Holy Spirit guides you in your conversations. Okay, so we're going to start. So it's called ACTS, A-C-T-S, prayer guide. So we have adoration. First, praise God and tell him why you love him. You know, um, I love you, Lord. Confession, confess your sins to God. Ask for his forgiveness and rejoice in his grace. See, you don't have to confess to a priest. You confess directly to Jesus. He is our high priest. Thanksgiving, thank God for specific things, things in your life, things about God, etc. Thank him for another day. Thank him for a good night's sleep, even though you didn't get a whole night's sleep. Um, you know, thank him for the things that you have, um, uh, for your job, for your family, for your children. Um, you know, I thank him every Sunday that I'm going to be able to go worship uh, in, with my church family. Then supplication. So ask God for his help with specific requests, healing, provision, freedom from selfishness and shame, you know, um, uh, everything. Even, you know, right now everyone's praying for, the, for Ukraine, for peace, shalom. You know, so we keep, you know, keep praying. Um, thy kingdom come. Come, Jesus, come. That, um, um, this is from Berea. Um, and there uh, we have, I've been using a, a Bible study from the free version Bible app. And it's called 30 Days in the Gospel of Mark. And it's available for free um, in, uh, again, the version Bible app. Um, it's available in your in your app store on your mobile devices, and you can also go online, um, uh, you know, on uh, to Bible.com. So, um, and I have a related link in my blog. The link to the blog is um, in the show notes, and um, there's a link here to put on the whole armor of God to combat the evil forces of the unseen realm. Evil is running rampant right now in the world. So how do, you, how do you protect yourself? How do you protect your family? You have to put on the whole armor of God. But you know something? Jesus didn't suffer torture and die so we can have religion. He died so he could have a personal relationship with you. 
And he told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't about time you let him in. What are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.